did his pow out. The Pow Wow with Mo Podcast. Welcome to episode 7 of the Pow Wow with Mo Podcast. I'm Mo. I am Pow Wow. Alright, we made it to episode 7. It feels like that's a good number. Yeah, it feels like some accomplishment at least. Right. Alright, so uh, do we have anything current events we must touch on? Yes, a uh, few things. One, I do want to mention... Uh, as most people probably are already aware, uh, the Houston Astros won their first pennant uh, this past week. Um, Baseball talk. Yeah, it was. It, but it was a great game. I, I was glad to see Justin Verlander. He was traded from the Tigers this past year, uh, get his first World Series ring, uh, seeing how it is on the previous years with the Tigers. He would tend to choke when it came to the World Series. I mean, he dates Kate Upson. I think he just got married, so I think his life's okay even without <laughs> it. But. Yeah, for sure. Um, one story I saw, uh, is the new Mario game, Mario Odyssey sold th- 2 million copies in three days. Jeez. No, maybe it was 3 million in two days, something stupid like that. Um, and I still look at it and just don't think it looks fun, but obviously people wanted it. <laughs> yeah. People still love it, I guess. Um, something else is that there was a new orangutan species. It is now the rarest great ape on earth. There's only about 800 of them left. Uh, they live in the Sumatran Mountains. Uh, they were originally found in 2013. It took them almost two years to determine that they were a separate species of orangutan than the ones that live there around Sumatra and Borneo. But that's something that's new. Yeah, I was actually listening to Joe Rogan this week, and he had someone on and was referring to a previous guest of his, of these six-foot chimpanzees, and they're like a whole separate type of chimpanzee. See, that's just terrifying. I know, and I looked up, I looked up the pictures and everything, and it is crazy. They're like just huge yoked humans. Yeah, just but well, I just yeah. yeah, I would hope they would just. It could explain Bigfoot though. That that's true. That, that it could. Um, something else is that uh, I, I probably aren't going to mispronounce his name, but Shalane Flanagan became the first U.S. woman uh, since 1977 to win the New York City Marathon. Yeah, I saw something like she broke the drought or something. Like yeah, that. I mean, she did it in two hours and 26 minutes. Um, it's, yeah, it seems like fat. I mean, I have no idea. I've never ran or will run a marathon. So. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> And obviously, uh, I'm sure you've heard of this Kevin Spacey stuff, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is. I think it's crazy he's being uh, accused of pedophilia. So he comes out and he's like, I'm a homosexual. Because that then, makes it so much better. That well, it's just like that can. He just threw homos like he's trying to say because he's a homosexual, he's a pedophile. Yeah. And just that. I would argue those are separate things. Agreed. Uh, last thing that I have here. Um, well, actually, sorry, I have two things. One thing I want to mention is the Bedlam game that happened yesterday. I know that was dividing houses this past week. Um, Facebook was crazy here in Oklahoma with people talking about it. Uh, OU, of course, won again. I think it's like their 83rd out of 100 and, I don't know, 20 or whatever it is. It's something ridiculous. Um, but the one thing I want to talk about is that scientists now are saying that T-Rex's tiny arms may be used as vicious weapons. Um, to clarify, they're saying that they would be used more when they are juveniles, not when they are adults, because when they're adults, they pretty much have to hug them to even use them. 
right. but as adults or excuse me as juveniles they could use up to a meter long of a gash of about four to five inches deep so i mean that would still tear up some dinosaurs um but i'm still on the still on the topic or argument that they were just used to be winged used for winged birds and they are just a remnant of what is left of that yeah that's pretty crazy uh Someday, when we get into more conspiracy theory stuff, we're going to have to look up the one that we have a friend whose dad, I guess, believed this. I didn't know so recently, and he believes that all the dinosaur bones ever found are fake <laughs> to try to disprove the Bible. Oh, man. It's... I never heard of this, so I'm going to have to look into it some more before I could talk about it, but this that idea is really funny. I mean, that's just a lot of work I know that's <laughs> to do. So they dug down, bury stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's pretty nuts. All right, man. So is there anything you've been... Oh, actually, I know there's something I've been watching for seven weeks or so now, and I've been trying to get you to watch it. Yeah. So it's a show that, honestly, the first time I saw it, because we both love Stargate, and it's probably the closest thing to Stargate, is yeah. Seth MacFarlane's new show, The Orville. Mm-hmm. Now, I just really like Seth MacFarlane. I like the fact he's called out this Kevin Spacey stuff and Harvey Weinstein things years ago in Family Guy, but now people are just now getting it <laughs> because yeah. of the reasons... Like, I like a lot of things about Seth MacFarlane, but really like this show. I think there's a lot of characters that you would really like because um, there's a very Tilk-like character from Stargate. Um, and it's just really funny. So I think you finally watched the first episode. I did. I actually watched it last night. Um, I like it. I, I will continue watching it. I was definitely intrigued because, like you mentioned, it, it is Stargate-esque with how it feels. It, there is a it is completely different because there are some there's a little bit more humor obviously than yeah. there is in Stargate but I like I don't I think he's uh their he's uh, the head of their helm I think he's Lieutenant Gordon um the redhead guy who Seth MacFarlane brings on yeah he cracks me yeah. up and it's only the first episode oh yeah he's super good it, it's just it, it's quite funny him and the other pilot their chemistry together yeah uh it's like john john something um but yeah those two are they're they're pretty funny with their chemistry for sure and i do like uh that commander that they have uh, i don't remember his name but whatever it was that they only have the male species yeah Um, i think it's bordis yeah that may have been it he he is quite funny uh, that's he, who I thought would be your favorite because he doesn't have I mean he just he doesn't understand sarcasm like Teal it's it is quite funny because he there was one part where they were talking about Seth MacFarlane and his now uh, exo they were that's his ex-wife and Gordon was just talking about it just calling her a bitch and whatnot and saying this is going to be a fun time he's like I don't understand how it could be fun you just mentioned that this would not be and he's like no that's sarcasm um and then the robot cracks me up as well. The robot steals the show for sure. <laughs> he is quite funny. All right, so that show's good. Uh, I watched season three of Red Oaks this week, which is like this Amazon show. It's kind of like an 80s movie set on the Red Oaks Country Club. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of gotten worse as it's went on, but I already had watched the first two seasons, and there was only six episodes in the third season, so I knocked that out. Um, and then, you know, I watch my normal shows like Broad City every week. Mm-hmm. Um Keep watching Big Bang Theory, even though it's they seem so short with commercial breaks and everything. I that, feel like they're now like 18 minutes long. Well, and I'll never like laugh tracks. Yeah. Like I just hate laugh tracks over shows, especially when it's a show like that where 
I, I have a math degree, so I'll get some math references. You've taken some college math. It's like, uh, but that many people wouldn't understand whatever joke, and then they just force this crazy burst laugh. of laughter. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, it was clever, but it wasn't that funny. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But Young Sheldon, however, is a million times better than The Big Bang Theory. It's just way better. See, I, I watched the first episode, and I wasn't a fan that they took like a three-week gap. Yeah, um, second episode just came out. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, of, so I have not seen the second one, but it, it does look pretty good. Uh, I've actually caught up on The Flash this week because I had been waiting some time to do that. I just, the only problem I have with The Flash is everything just falls into line so easily um, for their problems. It's like, oh, at the very end of the show, we figured out how to beat this guy. It's done, over with. And it just, I don't know, there's never really any of that Game of Thrones feeling where you don't know what's going to happen. Someone may die, someone may not. Right. It just you can you can tell the storyline before it even happens. See, I try to watch. I think I watched Arrow season one and Flash season one, and Flash is all right, and Arrow is okay, but it just has so much of that CW feel to it. It does that. I just don't care. Like I don't want to watch this dude just work out for fifteen minutes of an episode. Like it's just <laughs> odd. Like some of the choices. I like really have some story development, and then I've recently went back and watched Smallville, and I just think Smallville was better. And I hate Superman, but like I enjoy Smallville, so for sure. I think they should have just brought Tom Welling back, who <laughs> played Superman in that. Yep, brought him into the Arrowverse, but that would that would have been sweet. All right, well, I don't think there's a whole lot else we have going on, so we're gonna get into our top five list. Yes, and this week we are gonna do our top five favorite television shows as kids. So, I would say like twelve and under. Yeah. or whatever general idea now i'll say that i only had fox until i was about eight and then i got k basic cable mm -hmm. and so you can like most of my shows even honorable mentions are going to be fox saturday morning shows for sure or nickelodeon shows because I mean, there's cable, still some really good ones on those though right uh because when i got cable it was like nickelodeon or disney mm -hmm. and i just like nickelodeon more that was just my you know i love the slime <laughs> for sure all right so what do you have as your number five favorite tv show from a kid as a kid so number five i have wishbone is that the one with the dog and the books yes where he would you know dive into some story whether it's romeo and juliet or frankenstein i watched that at school but I never watched it at home. See, I, I didn't even know it was like a real series. Yeah, like it, it was. Uh, it was a real show. I mean, I think they only had uh, two seasons, maybe. Um, but when I would go home, I mean, my number one I'll talk about in a minute was right before this show, and then there was Wishbone, and I like just you watched a lot of PBS. I did a lot of PBS for sure. Um, but Wishbone was something that I just I, I still remember a few of those, like the the Joan of Arc. Uh, episode and there it was just really good when I was a kid because it got me intrigued into those stories that they did talk about in school that I mean I don't know about you but when I was in school you just kind of zombified yourself through some of those stories right um, so I mean that that's what made it likable to me see I remember there was a show on Nickelodeon and I I need to look it up someday where it was like cats were like it was like a cartoon of cats. Mm -hmm. But they were redoing things from history. So they would do like 
the Roman, some story like the deal with the Romans, right? And they would oh, show yeah. like cats doing this stuff. I remember they done one on the invention of numbers. I don't know how accurate it was, but I remember thinking that was awesome as a kid. But I have no idea what that show was called. Or <laughs> a little bit. So what do you have as your number five? Uh, I have Rocco's Modern Life. Okay. Uh, it was just really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just different. Uh, like, I really liked, like, Ren and Stimpy, which was weird as well, and some other ones, but not as much as Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. He was a wallaby, not a kangaroo, and <laughs> his best friend's name was Heifer, which was the whole thing, and I really liked his neighbors of the big heads. Yeah, just in general, I really liked Rocco's Modern Life. I don't know what it was about it. It was kind of... I don't know if it was adult humor. There was probably something hidden in there, and like maybe you kind of understood as a kid, like, ha, oh, this is above me. <laughs> yeah. I just remember fucking loving it anytime it came on. Uh, I don't know, just right off the top of the line for me. I hear you. So what do you got for number four? So number four I have, and this is not the case, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that one's actually number three on my list. Oh, really? Yeah. Um my mom told me all kinds of, or I mean, I still kind of remember them as when we only had Fox as our channel, I would just wake up at like four in the morning on Saturdays and stare at the colored lines on the TV as it blinked, you know, like beep yeah, until it came on. And I had almost every action figure, like at least one of each character. Mm -hmm. And I remember for a birthday, I got the van. Oh yeah. Uh, so you could put them all in the van. See, I had the little thing that had, it was a little set and it was like a, a sewer set. Uh, where you could drop this ball and it would spin and then fall down. Um, I, I just, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, I, I would watch it today, no problem. I, I'm not a fan of the new TV show or the new movies. Um, well, they got to just make animation cheaper, and I get that's why they look the way they do. Yeah. But the 90s one was just the best. For know. sure. This is really good. Um, and I'm sure current people would disagree like you know kids now watching it probably love their shit yeah but that's true i love the ninja turtles i remember the last toy i got of one you could put phrases in their shell and pull them through and then they would say them that's awesome and only had Raphael, and he was my least favorite so i was kind of bummed okay he was just the angry one he was so angry i have a whole take about how they're supposed to be different races <laughs> for sure they blame the certain stereotypes all right uh so my number four i have is rugrats Okay, that's I, I didn't have it on my list, but it was definitely a show I watched. I mean, so when we, I first get cable, I would say Rugrats was probably the first cartoon I watched and was like, that is awesome. And I probably watch each episode of at least the first, you know, four or five seasons mm -hmm. 10 to 20 times each because they just played it all the time. Um, like, I remember the first episode very vividly just because you watch so much Rugrats. Yeah. I just really like Chucky Finster. Chucky was awesome. He was always my favorite. Um, I mean, I remember being out of cartoons, and then they bring the Rugrats all grown up comes out, where it's like 10 years later. Yes. And I went back to watching cartoons just to watch that. <laughs> for sure. So Rugrats was definitely way up on the list for me. And that of the movie was awesome when they had one. Yeah, I mean. I think they had two, but I didn't watch a second. They did. They had one because I think it was seventh grade. Um, that's what we did for New Year's Eve was I went and watched Rugrats. And that, that was my highlight of that year. So, number three, I have Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel's really good. I mean, I love Good Burger. Yes. All that's on my honorable mention. And so, I kind of include Keenan and Kel mixed in with all that, you know, for some reason. Yeah, I mean. But 
I get that they're different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love they just they cracked me up, especially the beginning of it when Kale would be like, "But Keenan, we've got," and then the and we've got, "Oh, here it goes," and then it starts the show, and that's how they would end it. Or his love of orange soda uh, that was crazy, which I loved orange soda and I, I still do. But it, I don't know, it was one of those shows that even though even now when I see it come on, I'll watch it. I do see how cheesy it is at sometimes. Right. Um, but it, it just has that. I mean, it was playing into an audience for sure. For sure. I mean, it, it was uh, definitely that vibe, but I mean, that's what obviously made me watch Good Burger later on. All right, so what's your number two? So number two, I have Rocket Power. Yeah, I loved Rocket Power, but it did not make my top five. See, I, I, I was just a huge fan. I mean, I don't know which one of them. I, I probably would have to choose. I probably have to go with you know, Auto Rocket. I mean, it, there was Auto Reggie Twister and uh, Sam Squid, whatever you want to call him. Um, but I, I loved that show, and I, I've tried recording it now, and it doesn't hardly ever come on. Um, but that that show just, I mean, you know, I watched cartoons until I was. When Hans thought the college. two male adults are getting high all the time. <laughs> yes. Like, whenever you go back and see it, you're like, oh, so they're stoned. Okay. Uh, I remember when it premiered and, like, watched it. And mm-hmm. It was one of the shows as a kid. I'd be like, well, I got to watch all the new episodes of it. Yep. And so, like, I kind of knew when they'd be on. So, I mean, I really liked Rocket Power for sure. I mean, it was just, it had that, you know, kid that was awesome at sports and just about anything he did. And you also had the new kid with Sam coming in completely everything that he did whether it be just skating obviously surfing uh but that i just love that show all right my number two is digimon digimon i i I don't have it in my top five but i definitely have it as an honorable mention right i just um i remember watching the first episode of my friend jonathan's house and so as a kid, I'm sure you did this as well. Like when you'd watch Three Ninjas or anything else with another male friend or female, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would you would choose which character you yes. are, right? Like for whatever reason as a kid. So Digimon started, and I really liked Izzy, yeah. and and because he was kind of like a nerd, and Jonathan was nothing of a nerd, but for whatever reason he was like, I'm choosing Izzy, and I was like, damn it. So then I chose the little kid. I don't remember what his name is right now, but. He was the youngest one, and he had a little shitty Digimon, <laughs> and it sucked. But, but once. Right. So, was it Angelmon that, he, that it yeah. evolved into? So that's the thing. And so the, to the end of the first season, every week we'd watch it together. Yep. And his would be all fucking awesome. <laughs> Basically, like the first seven are just each dedicated to one of theirs finally digivolving, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's because I recently went back and watched it on Hulu, like the first hundred episodes, because that show has hundreds and hundreds of episodes, and I didn't realize it. Um, but yeah, so like the end of the first season or some break of a season, I don't really know how they split them up to be honest. The one that I'd chosen became like the most badass of the Digimon. So it felt like redemption for sure. I mean, Angelmon was one of, if not the best in there, but yeah, I, I love Digimon. I, I loved Pokemon first. But Digimon was also a pretty great. Show. See, I just did. We I didn't have Cartoon Network. Like that's okay. also why like, none of those are on. Even our cable did not have Cartoon Network. We had Nickelodeon and Disney were like the only thing for cartoons um, in my hometown. So Digimon won by default. Like, I played Pokemon 
like the game and I knew all about it. And so when I would watch the cartoon at a friend's house, I'd be like, that's not how you would do that. It would make so much. <laughs> but it's like, I didn't play Pokemon cards. I just liked the Game Boy game. So anything else Pokemon, I really didn't get into that much. For sure. All right. What do you have as your number one? So my number one will probably come as no surprise to you. Uh, but my number one is Arthur. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched that all the way going into. I mean, even when we lived together, I would. Yeah, I would watch grown man watching Arthur. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it was about that show. Um, I mean, I can spell Ardvark because of that show. Uh, How do you feel about memes bastardizing Arthur into a bunch of sexual innuendos? Oh man, especially with DW. Sister. Yeah, like, it a, gets. It's crazy. Yeah, that's for sure. Ruining perfectly innocent children shows. <laughs> exactly. I mean, meme war wars. Probably my favorite character in it was Buster Baxter the rabbit. Uh, I mean, it, it was just a, I don't know, all around good show. I mean, I can still remember, you know, there's Arthur, Francine, Buster, Muffy, uh, Binky, I think was his name, uh, the bully kind of. And then he had George, which was the moose or whatever. They was ridiculously smart. But I, I watched that show, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, before Wishbone. I would watch that all through elementary, junior high, high school, and then even into college. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Never really watched it. I mean, when we lived together, I'd see you put it on. I'm sure I've seen like in a dentist office a time or two. Uh, I just didn't even realize PBS played cartoons until I was older and was like, oh, I think I just avoided it because I hated Barney as a kid. Oh, yeah. I was never and a huge so fan of Barney. I was like, we're going to stay the fuck off that channel. I ain't risking it. Uh, so, so I done against Arthur and just have no real exposure. For sure. So, what is your number one, Mo? My number one is The Simpsons. See, I that, that I can't even put that in my top five. I can't even put that as an honorable mention because I couldn't watch that until I was, I don't know, at 14, 15 before <laughs> I was able to start watching that show. Yeah, so I just, I watched The Simpsons forever. Like, there's not a time I remember of starting to watch The Simpsons. I mean, I know at least at the age of three to four I was watching it because I had matching bunk bed bedding mm -hmm. so like two comforters two sets of sheets and it was all simpsons themed so i know i had to like it a whole lot for that to happen and then i remember it's so like i didn't have like a whole lot of friends my age or whatever until we you got to school like yeah like in fifth grade and then all of a sudden because i was an only child and stuff and i would go to friend's house and i'm like oh can we watch the simpsons and they're like your mom lets you watch the simpsons <laughs> and my mom just i don't know if she knew I don't really think it was that bad in hindsight. Like, I just don't like sure Homer chokes Bart. Yeah. But like, you know, it's a f fantasy world, Like they're not even, they don't even look like human people. So for sure. I don't know. I think some people are just oversensitive to that. I mean, I like the Simpsons later on. I mean, I did have a Bart doll, um, that you pulled the string on the back and it would, you know, say something, but I just never got to watch it as a kid, but later on I did start watching it quite a bit. Well, and then they finally did the Simpsons movie. I expected it to suck because I probably watched mm -hmm. it up through the first 15 seasons. I'd say till like I was around 15-ish. Maybe I would still check it out every now and then, but by the time I got to college, I was done with the Simpsons. Yeah. And then the, cart the movie came out a few years into college for me. And it was super funny. And I would watch it, like, if I see it on now. Like, now that FX is rerunning old Simpsons episodes. And... Time to time, like, I'll just 
watch that for two hours if I see it. All. I remember when they first started doing the reruns on FX. And they did like a whole week worth. Yeah, and it was just every episode back to back to back to back. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, I thought that they so I started trying to record them all. And I didn't just didn't have enough room to save every one of them. I mean, that's the first show that I, like, I knew it came on at 7 o'clock on Fox. Later, if football games were on, like, but I would just wait. Yeah. And watch. I, I watched it every week. Like, I watched every Treehouse of Horror, whatever it was called, like their Halloween specials. Mm -hmm. uh, I was definitely obsessed. Now, like, I love King of the Hill maybe even more, but I feel like it's not as much of a kid's show because it just came no, out No, yeah. I mean, I, I love King of the Hill, but I yeah, I don't feel like it was uh... I mean, eventually, I'll just do my top five favorite, like, adult cartoons, like cartoons watch later in life. Uh, and Bob's Burgers will probably be on there, but it's not necessarily aimed at all. But I could like see a kid liking it, I yeah. guess. Um, but yeah, The Simpsons just really love The Simpsons for sure. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back. We have a uh, email that will lead to a topic, um, and then we'll see what else we talk about. All right. Then we're back. All right. So we did get an email this week from Rusty, what up, who Rusty? is my cousin. Been mentioned a few times in the podcast. All right. So he has said, hey, guys, enjoying the podcast. Great job. And thanks for ruining Halloween for me. Now he's stuck <laughs> at looking at incorrectly colored candy corn. <laughs> it was doing it for me as well. So I'm glad other people have had now joined this. Um, he sent us some videos to watch. The title references. Um or how Pow Wow describes his kids. They're blue-eyed, red-haired, white native giants. <laughs> and so the first video is real short. So I can click it so I can just get the names in case anybody wants to uh, watch it. It's called American Indian Legends of Nephilim. I'm probably totally mispronounced. It's <laughs> N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M. Uh, red-haired giant humans. And then they show skeletons. So it's real short. Basically, they're just saying there was these super tall, red-haired people that they at first wore the Indians talk about fighting or against these things. So, so you think they like bred with them? And uh, I don't know. I mean, sh surely because there was giants all over the place. I mean, they're just really. So there's just really like there's giants crying right now. Like for sure, Kill O'Neill. Chris Dalsperson is all these super tall people. If they died and you looked at their skeleton, you found their skeleton go, next shit, to a normal that's a person. Giant. You would say that's a giant, just period. For sure. So, Yao Ming. I think, and then the second one's like an hour long. So I watched the first probably 40 minutes of it. It's called Giants Were Real. Here's the proof that they forgot to hide. And now, it was really boring to watch that one. It's this guy just talking, and what really sinks his boat from the beginning is the very first picture he shows is like some famous Native American picture, but it's edited to have a giant in front of them. And then I believe at some point of time, he tries to use that picture as proof, but it's like can very easily be debunked. So that kind of makes everything else seem dumb. Now, when I watched it, he was just showing cool ass fucking stonework in North America. I don't know exactly why that has to be giants. Mm -hmm. Like why natives just didn't make them. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I didn't get a lot of what he was talking about of like referencing the giants. Now, my big takeaway from this, 
at least the thing that I found most interesting, like most YouTube videos I watch, I'm going to go into the comments because the internet never loses. Mm -hmm. Comments are always the best. So <laughs> through here, you see a few things. There's the like giant believers that are like, oh, this is proof the giants are real. And they're like real excited about it. Right. And then there's other people that are here just to debunk it because they're like, this is all bullshit. Let me sh tell you why. And then you have like the conspiracy theory, like the crossover. So like, you know, there's people in here that's like, yeah, just like flat earth, the tr truth is coming out. <laughs> and you know, like somehow this, even how it has nothing to do with it, is somehow validating their crazy belief system. Mm -hmm. Or like, there's a lot of people in here that are like, ha, huh, proof that the Bible's real. Now, I, I could fully believe that there are giants or there's another humanoid species that were way bigger than us that live. Like, I don't think that's crazy at all. I just don't know how it validates any religion. Like, out of any of them. I'm not like, trying to point out just one, but, like, I don't yeah. know any religion that they would just easily be like, oh, see, giants, and that proves everything. But there are people that clearly believe that. And then there's like this whole conspiracy theory of the Smithsonian Museum has been working and hiding, working to hide all of these bone giant bones, but they have plenty in hiding somewhere. So and like somehow that's going to destroy our reality to learn that, oh, there is a whole other species of giants. I just don't think that was be that crazy. No, I mean, but I think some people it would like completely destroy their own reality. Um, but I didn't, I, and I'm sorry, Rusty, I didn't watch the videos. Is this regarding the giants out of uh, Nevada? I'm not sure. I mean, it talks about all over the place because there's Be these there's these giant mounds and things. You know, they said they bury giants all over Europe, North America. I mean, like it's a pretty common thing across all cultures. Yeah, I mean, I just knew it, I, I had heard for a very long time um, regarding there was these giants. It was in a Lovelock cave in Lovelock, Nevada. Um, and there were giants there that were said to have reddish hair. Um, because uh, it was on uh, Ancient Aliens, I believe, where it showed the skulls of some of those giants compared to a normal human skull. And they're about four times the size. Um, so, I mean, you were obviously think, again, that's just um, a giant. Right. And again, it could be somebody such as like Shaq that was just a really big person. And they all grouped together and said, we're all going to have babies and we're all going to have massive children. But I know there was one... Uh, I believe it was Chief uh, and I, I want to say it was Winnie Mucka uh, which is a, a I don't remember what tribe he's from but his daughter wrote a book uh, about it and it was, it was like life uh, among uh, I don't remember anyways um, they had talked about there was these giants and their tribe had destroyed them and the giants were so massive that they had created dresses and she still had one made of their hair. Yeah, that's crazy. And it, and it's a reddish tint um, because she, and I'll have to look up the book later on, but I've heard of that before and I just don't know if this is the same one. Again, there's plenty of claims of giants throughout, but I just couldn't imagine, especially a native back and then, you know, you have obviously no internet, none of that jazz right. to know of. And you just walk up on the other side of the hill seven foot tall person standing there. I think these people are like 12 foot tall. See, that's even crazier. I mean, I, I believe that's what they're saying in the video. I mean, I would just shit my pants and probably run the other direction if yeah. that happened, which is probably why I wouldn't survive very well back then. But that, it is. Well, and so like back to kind of some of the comments, like there are some, they're like, 
see the Indians we've always known in the white man are trying to shut us up. <laughs> I'm not saying like, <laughs> like it runs the gambit of all of everything mm-hmm. in these comments. And it's not even that popular of a video, but you know, there's like people that are fucking just die hard on this of like, the man's always trying to lie to us just so we're, we don't know. But I'm like, where would this knowledge, where's the benefit in hiding it? I guess this <laughs> is yeah. where, where I'm at. Like, for there to be a conspiracy, I feel like there has to be a reason. For somewhat. sure. And, I mean, I do think some of these could have just been really tall people. Like, I know... Where like, the Vikings came over and roamed around, and yeah, they were huge They were massive dudes, yeah. Right? And I don't know. I mean, because I know one, regarding this Lovelock, anyways, that there was a, a mummified body, and they, they were six foot six. And they were calling that person a giant. Right, because like, it would have been compared to them, but exactly. they're like, like five, six. But it's like, no, that's not a giant. That was just a really large person during that time frame. Um, not this, you know, completely different humanoid species that are giants, but I, comment sections are always always well, great on these. And so, like, also in these comments, there's people that are like, ha, oh, this disproves Dwar- Charles Darwin and evolution. And I'm like, I just, I don't even see how that would be the case, because all this says survival of the fittest and homo sapiens are the smartest thing to be born that can use tools. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there were giants and we killed all the giants, then we were still survived. I think that would even back up survival of the fittest, right? For sure. But I'm, there's people in these comments like, haha, this disproves it all. And I'm like, I just don't. I, I mean, I, I want to understand the commenters. Well, and I don't think that height has anything to do with evolution um, with regards to that, that means that they that disproves it one way or the other just because you're not tall right buffaloes are bigger than cows guess what there's a lot more cows left. <laughs> exactly um there's also a whole belief system that if they would if the indians would have just had guns mm-hmm. they would have killed all the buffaloes way before yeah i mean they why people came over and did it for marketing just because like if they would have if they would have developed guns yeah on par they probably would have i mean they they may have but i mean we do have to look at, I mean, there's those pictures of buffaloes that are just, you know, 60 feet tall where they have just have a giant hill of dead buffaloes. Yeah. Um, I don't think natives, because I mean, they are very well known for they didn't waste anything. Right. But there was a time period where there were native cities that were 30,000 people big. Oh, yeah. And like, sure. they would have had a need to do to wipe out large amounts if they could. You know, if we could for feed sure. everyone in the village more. Let's do it. I think like that probably would have happened. It's probably where we would have gotten fatter first. <laughs> and then it's also the whole idea of the whole buffaloes in North America. A lot of people that are would want you to be vegan or vegetarian say that, well, when you put all the cattle in one place like this and they fart, the methane released in the air is bad for our yeah. atmosphere. And maybe that's true. I, again, don't know a lot about it, but I do know that the before white man hit North America, Buffalo, there were so many buffalo, they produce like 10 times the amount of methane that we currently produce. Yeah. Because they're just gassier, larger animals or something. For sure. I mean, but could you imagine, though, even a million of those running around? Yeah. I mean, oh, we kill everything that's big and dangerous. For sure. So there's not many lions left on Earth. Or elephants, rhinos, obviously, or yeah. um, I think on the rare on extinct, I don't know, they have yeah, it's always 35 my favorite classifications animal. of that. Um, yeah, there's not many. <laughs> All right, man. Well, then our next topic be how we met. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So we went to what we call nerd camp. 
big nerd camp. But it was Upper Bound Math Science Camp, and it. I felt like it was a big deal at the time. Maybe it really wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. But it was like out of five states, you would get chosen. There's mm-hmm. 50 people, and you would go to this one month camp. Uh, Where you went to class from eight to five for an entire month in the summer. Yeah, part a lot of it really sucked, and they paid <laughs> you like twenty five dollars a week. We we never got our stipend. Yeah, they would fine you uh, for breaking rules. Uh, but there was another camp on the other side of the building for us of just upper bound. Mm-hmm. That always got to have the fun shit. Yeah, they like got to have PDA and dances, and they just didn't have near as many rules as us, and so it was always bullshit. I mean, it, I remember, so this was in, I believe, 2004, because it was in between your eighth grade, no, no, excuse me, your freshman and sophomore year, because they called you sophomores whenever yeah. you went in. Well, um, I went one year before you, yeah. and I hated it. Like, I just really enjoy it. I was roomed up uh, with this one Mexican dude who listened to metal music. And, like, I'm not saying I can't be friends with Mexican people because I have friends that are. Mm-hmm. But this dude in particular is from San Antonio. He loved the Spurs. I hated the Spurs. And then he wanted to just play metal music and mosh pit out with people in our room. And I was like, this is, like, just not at all what I would do in my free time. Yeah. Um. So I just and I didn't really like any of the people in my age range the first year. Um, I'm just in general a shy person. Don't like to talk to people, and they all took that as me being stuck up. And so no one liked me, and I was cool with that. Um, but then my second year was your first year because yep. I did come back for some strange reason, and then we met that year. Yeah, I I remember we go there because I still remember the outfit I wore, which was a pink polo, uh, puka shell necklace, diamond earrings. And some sort of khaki shorts. Yeah, and everyone thought you were gay. For sure. Day one. On I'm, day one. Because I had a faux hawk and everything. It was... You were just... You were trying to be very pretty, so everyone just assumed <laughs> that Ex- you were... Exactly. I didn't really know or care. Um, yep. I mean... At first, but I mean, you were into the ladies, so... For sure. I mean, that, we can talk about that in quickly. a minute. That's why we got kicked out our first year. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, going there... I'm, I remember it was a big deal for at least myself because no one from my school had ever went. You had to apply. Then you had to do like a phone interview. Um, and then they would select out of those. Like you mentioned, it was the five surrounding states. I believe it was Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Arkansas yeah. were the five states uh, that they chose from. And, and really it was just to kind of prepare you for college is what the whole point of it was. And then to also help you excel academically. Um because, I mean, you were taking, like... Well, the coolest part about it, at least to me, was in the school year, they would send you assignments to do. And if you did them, you got paid. Yeah, and it was like 15 bucks an assignment, something yeah. like that. and then you got paid a lot for the essays if you did those. Right, and so it was a cool way to m- make extra money. For sure. That's one, one of the main reasons I came back. And, I mean, they were very simple math assignments. Yeah, it was super easy. I mean, it was like elementary math is what it felt like. Yep. Especially after going there. But, I mean, it... It was a great time uh, because every we weekend take, yeah, you we got to go field places. trips a lot at times. Because we would either go from Oklahoma City Zoo. I mean, we went to Dallas to watch the Peter Pan play, and that's when I realized that Peter Pan was played by a woman. Um, yep. Which uh, we saw Beauty and the Beast the year before. They're both pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, it, I loved the rides there and back, especially if you were sitting in the back of the bus. Um, again, I, I am a teenage boy at that time, only thinking about 
two things, sports and chicks. That's about it. Um, but it, it was a great time there at camp, but a little bit more to uh, what we did while we were there. Uh, obviously, like I said, you'd go to classes, but then you had um, either you either got to go to some sport thing where you had to like run around the track or do some athletic things. You had to do the art studio area where you had to either create some sort of yep. art piece or picture, or, uh, excuse me, t-shirts for whatever we had. Uh, what was that called? Where we played against the other upward bounds from like Cameron. Oh shit. What were those days called? But anyway, yeah, it was like camp versus camps. Exactly. It was like some, uh, athletic athon. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I mean, there was some athletic people in our camp, but most of them were not athletic whatsoever. Um, I remember <laughs> the first year I went there, I was not there for, um, that time. Cause I went down to the Owachita mountains and anyways, doing that was was awesome to me being able to learn I mean because you got to stay in a college dorm room the entire summer um but like Mo mentioned earlier we got these stipends every week I think it's 20 or 25 dollars yeah um but they would find you for anything for sleeping in like if you because you had to be downstairs at like 7 a.m uh oh, to go really? to breakfast yeah um and, and if you weren't down or if your lights weren't shut off by like 10 o'clock uh PDA was a big thing that I always got. Uh, Charlotte every week would come and say, all right, Daniel, here's your stipend. I'll sign it back and give it back to me. Um, so, I mean, and the cool part was every Sunday they got to go to Walmart and you get to pick like snacks or something like that. Never. Had. Yep. Um, it was nuts, but I mean, you can elaborate a little bit more with regards to the final days of our first year of Upper Bound. Yeah. So Powell's first year. So we stay on the third and fourth floors of the dorms in like separate wings and in between those wings, uh, there was, like, fire doors that they locked. And so one side was girls, one side was boys. And one day towards, like, with, like, two days left in camp, yep. that was the very end, we noticed on the second floor those doors weren't shut. So we basically made it a weird party and told everyone to meet on the second floor in a certain room that was And unlocked. we even had an RA go right. along with this. The thing is, yeah, there was an RA that knew about it, uh, went and got us food for it. And then we all hung out, and then just by happenstance on the other side of the building, some guy tried to break into a room and assault a girl. And so they had called the cops. Oh, so they so were bad. looking on the complete other side of the building, but that led them down to hearing us. And then so we all get busted. Yeah, it was just a... And they call our parents at like 5 in the morning saying we're kicked out of camp you have to come pick us up yeah for those of us in oklahoma those of us, those the ones that were out of state they just were in trouble until they went on their plane like two days later yep um it was bad i mean i remember it was bad enough because at that time i was living um with my grandparents on my my mother's side and i said i'm not calling them <laughs> I'm, I'm just not gonna do that so i called my other grandparents um my grandmother helena and i said hey i got kicked out of nerd camp so I need you to come pick me up at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, my mom I think got there at six in the morning. Yeah, it was six or seven. Not the best. Uh, ride I wasn't home. allowed to go to sleep on the way home, so I was so, <laughs> I was so dead tired. I mean, in hindsight, I mean we were there for in that room because there was like twelve, thirteen of us in one room. Yeah, and we were there for probably like five hours. Exactly. I mean, way too long. No one had sex. No, no one did. Like, it wasn't as crazy as... They, like, they acted like we murdered somebody. For sure. I mean, it's not like we had some giant orgy going on. Granted, people were making out. 
But that was about the full extent of it. We had RA trying to make out with high school kids. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really that bad. But they invited us back the next year. They did. I so. mean, we went back. You went back for your senior year, and I went back for the next two years. Uh, it, it it was a great time, but uh, yeah, it was. We made some. I made some terrible decisions uh, while I was there, at least with regards to the choices I made with certain females. Yeah, uh, I think for me it was weird because I was. I mean, like I was like kind of popular in high school. My friends were like the popular people or whatever. Um, but at camp, it was like we were way. I mean, like I'm not trying to be mean to anybody, but like me and you were both like fairly cool at our hometowns and the yeah. most other guys we went with and girls were very much like big schools nerdy people and like i was from a small town so no one's really that yeah shunned and you were fairly well liked played sports things like that so like me and you just kind of had to hang out because everyone else didn't really want to hang out with us so much either. for sure so. i mean i remember even our senior year we had a draft me, yep. and, me and you had a draft and this sounds terrible um, how it wasn't like we all knew we would get selections here. This was just a, so me and you didn't. <laughs> so we didn't didn't cross paths with regards to the females we were trying to uh, go after because that's what we did at the beginning. It was your senior year, my junior year. There, um, we chose which girls was the ones we were okay with trying to date or whatever we were trying to do with them. Uh, and I mean, looking back on it, terrible. But it was quite funny at the time, and, and I one of my fondest memories there is of a gentleman who now does great for his tribe, uh, in JP. Oh yeah, he was he was definitely one of our favorites for um, sure. Very stereotypical. I my last later. year, because so he was the same year as me, and um, our last year he was the sweet mate. So like we shared a bathroom with him and, and Daniel. Daniel, because he had to get up every morning. Get our stuff ready. I believe Daniel was the only male sophomore. I, he, I think he was. I think you're and right. You had to be hazed into it, <laughs> which only meant he just had to basically do stuff when we asked him to. So I'd be like, well, my alarm clock goes off. You got to come turn it off. <laughs> got to make sure our toothpastes on our toothbrush so bad. Right. And uh, it was really fun. I mean, he was game with all of it. His dad, like, worked at Xbox, and he had, like, every Xbox yeah. game or something. Um but I remember he was a good sport about it all, and he was cool. And then JP was his roommate. And then one day, JP fell on the stairs and cracked a rib. Mm -hmm. And this is probably something I'll always remember because it was just so alien to me. Right? Yeah. And uh, there was this other kid from New Mexico who was half Eskimo, half, half Navajo, training mm -hmm. to be a medicine man, which was crazy because he's a teenager. Yeah. And then – after JP falls, JP requests him to come in there and they start burning all these herbs and stuff and saying all these crazy chants. He was dying and he was all like crying. And it was just, it was super crazy. For um, sure. And then he took ibuprofen and, and the he next thought day, he was stoned to the bone. Right. So the next day they gave him ibuprofen and that is it. And I've never seen anyone more messed up on anything. I mean, but he's never taken any medicine. pharmaceuticals at all. I mean, nothing right. besides herbs or whatever. That and his so like he him. went from this really sweet guy to where he's like looking at cleavage and he's like honk honk and <laughs> trying to make the most dirty perverted jokes to everybody. It and he, was, and awesome. it was just crazy because he he was so just not like that. Yeah, I mean that because we dressed him up for the dance that weekend. Um, I remember I had that white silk shirt. Uh, we put him in. It, it was 
Oh, that was that was awesome. Yeah, so JP was definitely a highlight of all of that. Um, and then um, I came to college, East Central, and then you came the next year, mm-hmm. and we just started hanging out then, joined the same fraternity, lived together. Yep. And all that, but it really all started because we went to nerd camp. That's it. That's really what it was. All right. So, any other comments on that, bro? <laughs> um, no, not really. Nerd camp was all right. For sure. Um, shout out to Tunstall and uh, Rebecca. I know both of them have listened to our podcast before. Oh, right on. Um, but moving on to the next topic, which is expectations versus reality of being married. All right. So, what did you? Is there anything different from what you thought it would be? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, they just. Me and Jill were already living together at the right. time. Uh, we were sharing bills. I mean, the only thing. Uh, really was really getting used to saying my wife. Um, but really there wasn't, it's not See, like I would say that's not even change. hard. Yeah. Me and Kubi lived together before we got married. So really nothing. I mean, maybe from what I'd expect from like a long time ago to now, but not from like when I not was in the, like, no, for not sure. in that year before and after. No, not, not at all. I mean, I, I do think that it almost makes you feel like you, I mean, you're obviously now responsible for each other. Right. Um, legally and financially, you, you sign that piece of paper, you've got to do it. But I, again, there wasn't, there's nothing really to me that was that, that different from just dating and living together, um, than being married, except for now, I guess my only issue is that losing the amount of wedding rings that I've lost. Yeah. You lost um, a fuckload of wedding rings, but now I just went to these, uh, those <laughs> rubber ones, um, plug there for RenFit. Uh, did not go with Quelo thanks to Trent Dilfer. So that, that's about it. Though. I mean, really, there's, to me, nothing different. Yeah. What about you? Was there anything different after you got married? No, not really. Um, I guess I know she has to put up with my shit. <laughs> For sure. I she mean, can't leave as easily now. <laughs> You've got her, got her hooked in, right? Yeah, but that's uh, nothing really changes, which I think um, – my parents, grandparents, would be like, yeah, you need to live with someone first. And so I did. And yeah. then I mean, you figure it all out. For sure. I mean, one thing, though, that I, I, I don't understand is these people that don't have sex before marriage. Like, I'm sorry, but... Some people don't test drive cars before they buy them either. Oh, well. Yeah, but I want to know if I'm driving this car and if it's going to be a well-driven car for the rest of my life. I don't want some rinky-dink thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I, to me, that is one, at least while you're younger big proponent well i will say the people that normally wait till marriage it's for a religious reason and then if they do follow those religions like the bible it says they have to do whatever a man says and so it probably works out eventually like you know those normally aren't the women wanting free speech and things (laughs) like that right um not saying anything good or bad but just that it's in the text yeah it's in the text of all that stuff so I think it's less of a problem sometimes in those areas, but I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love being married. I, I love my wife, um, but there was really not a whole lot of difference um, except for when it comes to taxes. Glad I got that tax break in there. Yeah, and you'll get some for kids and all that. Right, because that's, that's the only reason you should have kids, right? <clears throat> that's why they do it, so we get can restock in the armies. <laughs> All right, so earlier we totally forgot to give our 
honorable mention cartoons for sure or kid shows we should say so things that we did really like but just didn't make the cut we normally do that after the top five but we'll just throw it on here yeah um so something i did have in my top five but i cut it out was power rangers yeah so like in order of the things i was obsessed with on saturday mornings it was teenage mutant ninja turtles first part of my life mm -hmm. and then power rangers when i was in kindergarten came out and so that took it came out like right after teenage mutant Turtles went off the air so i watched every bit of that like through the first movie and then whenever the second movie came out i hated it now i know now that it the action scenes when they're fighting is from a 1970s japanese show mm -hmm. and then the ones like you're seeing the americans talk they filmed those recently is so they're like retrofitting it so whenever you see the little kid who's the blue ranger in billy? that iteration right um no billy was the original one oh okay you're talking about the new ones right okay well, the ones like where they went to like drive an ambulance and fire trucks as opposed to animals words and there was a second movie turbo charge or something oh yeah yeah um and the blue ranger in that is a little kid and whenever he goes to the power ranger he's a full grown adult mm -hmm. and i remember thinking that's so stupid it was because in the original 1970s one the blue ranger's an adult so like they're using that footage so they have to have some sort of adult right and then also in the original power rangers in japan the yellow ranger was a man that's why the yellow ranger doesn't have a skirt and the pink ranger does oh didn't know that with uh trina i think was her name yeah so there are some differences right but they were just using that old footage i think even now the new ones they get are things that were like 10 years ago in Japan. Like where they may have caught up. I don't mm -hmm. know. But they they use a lot of the action scenes just from that show. And they recut them with the Americans doing their part. Um, so anyway, at some point in time, Power Rangers just hit the dirt and kept going down for me. So I couldn't include in my top five. If it stopped at a certain time, for sure. But it <laughs> kept going. I hear you. I mean, one of my honorable mentions I have on here uh, is going to be Fairly Odd Parents. That was like the last cartoon I watched. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch any other cartoons without. I, I mean, again, I mean, I was, I watched cartoons growing up for, well, until I got to high school and then some. Um, but Fairly Odd Parents was a, one of mine that I thought about putting in the top five, but I, I still love it. Um, also, I have to throw in there uh, Hey Arnold. Yeah, yeah Hey Arnold, Arnold was pretty, pretty dope. dope. I just. Uh, with his football head, Paul, which was just batshit crazy at the end of the day. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, it was right up there with the rest of the good Nickelodeon shows. Um, I also really liked Doug. Doug. Doug funny. Yeah, Doug was awesome. Um, as far as, like, superhero shows, I really liked the X-Men show in the 90s. X-Men was really good. Spider-Man in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not like animated series that were in the 90s, which most people loved, but I just would watch it and be like, eh. I was never a huge fan of the Batman. Yeah. I, but I really liked Spider-Man and also really liked the X-Men. Also loved Animaniacs when that became a thing. Animaniacs was awesome. We had Pinky and the Brain, you know, got their start there. And I think they went on to actually do more than Animaniacs by, like, a lot. But Yeah. Um, and you mentioned Keenan and Kel. I, I like all that. Mm -hmm. Put all that on there. I think Boy Meets World was pretty dope. Boy Meets World was, was definitely awesome. a good after-school show. Um, and then also had Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers was awesome. One show uh, that I, I've got down here is the Magic School Bus. 
that was also when I only watched it at school and I loved it when we got to watch it, but I didn't know there was a channel I could watch that. <laughs> For so. sure. And then one, I, I know we've talked about this before that you were not a fan of, but I, I really liked, which was the wild thornberries. Yeah. I didn't love it. I mean, Koopy also loves it. I understand. I should like it. It's just right there in the vein of all the other Nickelodeon shows, Yeah. but there's just something about it that I didn't. Just didn't grab me for sure. Oh man, and then, I forgot about one until just now. Sorry. What's that? Franklin. I figured you would like Franklin. I forgot <laughs> about that one until just now. Franklin the turtle, and then there was Brother Bear. Or was that it? I think so. Um, there was right after that show. I oh man, I can't believe I forgot about that till just now. Franklin was an awesome show. <laughs> um, also, I've down gargoyles because remember there was a movie and then a TV show. Yep. And. I remember, like, Rusty, for instance, really loved Gargoyles. He had, like, a board game version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, really liked some Gargoyles. Um, I remember Beast Wars. So I never watched Transformers. But, like, if you woke up at 6 in the morning before school started, you could watch some crazy cartoons. And there was a show called Beast Wars, which was, like, a CGI version of Transformers where they were, like, on prehistoric Earth. Yeah. So they were animals as opposed to fire trucks and shit like that for sure so i really liked beast wars and then there was another cartoon i cannot i never looked up the name of it but it was like they were mummies like the teenage mutant ninja turtles but mummies as opposed to turtles mm-hmm. and then like i know earlier we were talking about street sharks yep street sharks are just a knockoff <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtles it was sharks it's like make more toys and I, I loved all those shows for sure and then my favorite all-time cartoon character is probably taz Taz, so we didn't yep. mention Looney Tunes, but Looney Tunes is great. Um, it I is. don't even know if you can watch it on TV anymore. But I like Looney Tunes and Tiny Tunes. They've got baby Looney Tunes because I have to watch that with my son quite often. <laughs> but I I just love Taz. I drew Taz on everything I owned. Um, For sure. That was just my dude. I mean, I've got two left here. Uh, Cat Dog. Cat Dog was cool. Um, that, Again, another... It was a little weird, but cool. It, it was definitely a little weird, but it, it was something that I liked. And then one... Um, thinking about it now, I probably would have put him on top five is Recess. Yeah, I, I thought about Recess as well earlier, but I didn't watch it with as much regular, like as regularly as I did the Fox cartoon shows. I'd be like, oh crap, yeah, I guess CBS does have yeah. shows you can flip over there or whatever. I mean, I, I liked Recess. I mean, I <laughs> they had the movie uh, Recess Schools out, and I made my wife watch it. Uh, she fell asleep about 15 minutes into the movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I still can watch that movie. It's still pretty funny because they think, you know, it's aliens and all that other jazz. I mean, most of these cartoons you can find to watch on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. So, which is, which is pretty sweet that you can go in there. And... I'm going to force a future hypothetical kid of mine to watch all of Digimon. <laughs> For sure. All right. So that's really all I had. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Oh, I guess you need to give our email. Yep. I keep forgetting about that. The email, which is the powwow with Mo at gmail.com. That is T H E P O W W O W W I T H M O at gmail.com. Please shoot us any emails. Uh, if you have comments, questions, or suggestions, um, please send them to us. If you would like for us to talk about anything, please send us an email. We'll be happy to do so. All right, and we're out. All right, peace. <laughs> <laughs>